Mama, mama, mama. Oh. Hey. Is that just because you won my game? That's right. Sure. I got like I'm a personalized like a love vote. Morales is hanging out too. Kevin, what's going on? <laughs> well, what is going on? Today is going to be a very interesting broadcast here on the Sedano and Cap Show. I can tell you that right now. In what now. respect? Well, we have Lindsay Baseball stationed at Yamava, where she's giving away $1,000 today at the 909 Sports right. Bar, the greatest sports bar on the planet. Yep. We have George Shidano, who is in Boston, where he is getting ready for a college football game this weekend between Boston College and Virginia Tech. Okay. At least that's the game I think he's calling. Yep. <laughs> We've got Christopher Arthur Morales. Arthur. That's right. Wow. Art. I don't even know Art. where he came from. <laughs> that's right. That would make my initials Cam, not CMM, but that's fine. Right. And we've got Christopher Arthur Morales in studio in downtown Los Angeles. (laughs) Yeah. And this is just going to be one of these... uh, And where are you? I am in my vacation home in South, South LA. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You guys are spanning the nation. That's right. Well, we spanning are. the globe, that's a bit spanning on somebody else's show. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Mace, are you, uh, are you going out of town now that you've gotten to 58 shows? Yeah, or I'm actually going to go to a spa and soak in hot water and uh, watch no television. They don't even have TVs at this place. Where is this at? Uh, out in uh, Desert Hot Springs. Okay, and when is this? What? What is when? this? When? When are you as leaving? As soon as he I'm, possibly I'm can. I'm leaving right after the show. Are you really? You're, yeah, going, you're yeah. going right now? Juan's picking me up and we're gone. Really? You, yeah. guys, are fly- you guys are driving out tonight? Correct. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. a long drive. You right don't now. you soak in hot water every night? Yeah, I do. We have a jacuzzi in the backyard. <laughs> One day I'll get in there. And you will never be in my jacuzzi. I'll, I'll get in there with you, Chris. You, I know. Hey, Chris, yeah. did you hear how I went to hot yoga? No. Would you ever do that? I love hot yoga. I think at this point in my current <laughs> state, I would probably pass out. Mm-hmm. Probably would. <laughs> but eventually, I've been told to do some hot yoga. Captain, yeah. you do? Did you just sweat piles? It was, yeah. so, it was so hot. Did you make it through the whole thing? Yeah, I stepped out like four times. Okay. Cappy, I was like, it's you, too hot Cappy, in here. But you still done, did it. You've I did done it. Hot I did yoga, it. Cappy. I have done hot yoga. It's been a few years since I've done it, but I always used to walk into the hot yoga room and be like, "Come on, what is yeah, that it smell? smells? But what it, is that? You know what smell? though? That's part of it now is that they've really cleaned up the place. Like the Bikram yoga places used to have like carpet on the floor. Ooh. Oh, so gross. Oh, it's gross. Floor. This that's has disgusting. like, it's like a. There's holes in the floor. Like yeah, all the yeah. sweat will. I don't oh want to see what's God. underneath there that. Like, it smells like yeah. There's drainage. Sweating really it is. Smells like Fritos. It's like a steam room. It smells you know like Fritos. You know the chip Fritos? <laughs> I, I do. Like, I do. You open up a bag of Fritos and you're like, that smells like bad feet. That's what a good hot God, yoga screen is. No, no, this is true. But it's I just very Fritos smell good. Right, but if you, well, yeah, it's very descriptive. But it, it Fritos do have that smell. Right, of bad feet. Other people well, but when you open up out. a bag of Fritos, you enjoy it because you're opening I'm up a bag you, of Fritos. I'm telling you, Fritos are a very underrated chip. They're Fritos, true. Fritos are what my dog's feet smell like. Yeah, you see? see? See what I'm saying? Yeah. Right? You, there, there's Lynn. You sniff her uh, Chewy's paws? Yeah. Hey. Don't, Mason, Mason don't your, doesn't your dog's paws smell like Fritos? Yes, they do. You see? sniff your dog's you. paws, too? Uh, yes. I, yes, I Mace do. Yes. does. Yeah. I, I, lo- I mean, you're close to them. You can't help but smell them. And they smell, it's like the yeast or something in them. But they, all dogs' the paws yeast. smell like Fritos. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Chewy came to the office today. Oh, was Chewy here? Oh, Chewy was in. walking around. Are we allowed to bring our dogs to the no, office? No, it was <laughs> two minutes. Is it bring your dog to no, the just, office? No. It was just a pop-in. Bark in the park. Yeah. You know what's funny is he responded to Sam Pines the most because mm. Sam knows how to give him the good like neck massage, yeah. and he was loving on Sam. Sam does give good neck massages. Meanwhile. Oh, yeah. uh, creepy. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> creepy. Not Better than one. mine? Yeah. Yeah, you guys. No, he goes you for, guys have your own thing. He goes for relaxation. You go for pain to pop yeah, the, pain. To pop pain. the, uh, the I thing. I've seen Cappy mount you 
Uh, and oh, no. let's cut that up and <laughs> and crack crack your back, right? Yes. See now, I could use that. There's that one spot in my back. Get I know how to do it. Get down on your back. No, no. I'll you, walk on you. You can't Mace, do there it. Are... You're not an Cappy's an expert. Well, yeah, he knows how to I think there are many experts in the city of Los Angeles that you could go to. <laughs> Mace, I would you can trust get in on the bit of the year thing, you know, if you start having That's true. By the way, oh, that's true. we're about eight months from Mandy's three. Yeah. And bit of the year right now is all us. For the categories, you haven't done anything outlandish yet. No. What have you guys done? Well, we ate a 22-inch hot dog together. True. Lizzie. That we was dressed really up like the island boys. That's true. Uh, Cappy harassed Andrew Whitworth inside a 7-Eleven live on what? the air. What? Yeah. Oh, that is true. I did that hear that. That was great. Momo, That's three you right about there. this? I didn't hear about that. That's amazing. You know, I yeah. may not, I'm, I just may not, just, I may. I guarantee you this, though. Mace, don't take your ball and go home. No. No, I'm not. If That's there not was my a, attitude. If don't there just was say, like, the bar is too high. I can't no, clear no, it. No, That's no, not no. the Steve Mace that I know. If right. there's a video out of nowhere on a Saturday night on Instagram of Cappy, me, and you in your hot tub, that wins bit of the year. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then he'll, should he'll, be in he'll there, too. Mace, he'll crack your back. different hot tub. He'll crack your back right after. Lindsay, you know this. I think that bits need to be organic. You mean you don't like those wacky radio wacky stunts? Wacky radio stunts. Well, a lot of ours were organic. Yeah, Nobody no. knew that we were going to just... What did you do to I, Andrew Whitworth? Like, what did you do to him? He, he was just... playing... He was the checker at 7... Well, he did a whole promotion with him at 7-Eleven. Yeah, oh, my God. Yeah. And Andrew Cappy, Whitworth was yeah. working there, and then Cappy took the mic live on the air and went in there and was like, excuse me, sir, what are you buying to all these people? <laughs> that was really good. That was funny. And then there was this lady who just randomly showed up, and, and she was like, can you get me some M&Ms or something? And Cappy had to buy them for her. It was yeah. Uh, I think Shadano's on the line now. Shadano, what's up? Yeah, hey, and don't forget the lady who came up to me that was saying that uh, we needed to believe in the Dodgers, oh, like yeah. Mason. Oh, day. yeah. Yeah. We brought her on the air. She was like a co-host yeah. while Cappy was, yeah. was, was out there with Whitworth. Was that the out. day uh, Lance Lynn hit four consecutive home runs? Or Lance Lynn gave up yes. four consecutive home yeah. runs? Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah, yes. that was a nice day. Plus, Dave Roberts, but me crushing the bobblehead, that's one of the bit oh, of years. Oh, God, you have all the bits of the year. I don't think I can compete. Get in the game, Mace. I don't think I can. I don't think I can match the bits. Get in the game, Mace. Take place. your clothes off and run around somewhere. I've, right, you already I've did done, that. It's been done. It's been well, done. You know, you can go just one more step there, apparently. Nah, not going nope. one more step. Nope. I think we do Hot Tub Night. Hot Tub <laughs> yeah, Night will too. win. Hot Tub Night? Yeah. Yeah. There's that no. reality show. Have you heard about this? Naked Attraction? Yeah, we've seen yes. it. Yeah. Ireland has described Ireland it many did two times weeks on, on the show. I watched right. it once and I was like, mm, oh, it's hot. disgusting. Which yeah. part this, did you like it or did no. it disgust you? It was gross. I it was, was gross, like, oh, right? No. Yeah, I no. got to be honest with you. It was the guys that kind of grossed me out. Don't do it. Don't don't go where you're going to go. Well, because yeah. you know the story. Here we go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> Momo wants to hear it, apparently. I so. mean, Momo's I, got the same opinion. She's just like, ew, dude. I was like, oh, I don't... There's nothing hot about this show. Yeah, there was definitely nothing hot. So, uh, what game are you doing, Shadano? Virginia Tech Boston College. I'm, do you ever you know, wake up and go, where the heck am I? It's happened to me a few times, especially now that the NBA season yeah. has started. But I've got this beautiful view of the uh, the Charles River and downtown okay. in the background. So it's like a nice. very nice spot where I'm at right now. I've only been to Boston once, and that was really? for uh, when the Dodgers lost to the Red Sox. Whew. You have a mm. lot of Dodgers in lost in traffic <laughs> I've, stories. I've, I've, I've chased them around really the country, have? and they always lose. They always yeah. lose. Um, but I don't – Boston is, uh, is a town for me that I always thought I should have visited earlier when I was a kid – yeah, they, uh, at Boogie Records in Toledo, mm -hmm. they had this little thing you could enter a contest to win a trip to Boston, 
And so I filled it out one day. And, and three weeks later, we get a call. Hey, you won this trip to Boston. Uh. And my dad and mom took it, and I never got to go. So oh, I've always man. sort of held a no. grudge Your against... father took the trip to Boston my like dad... he took your money to go bet on the horses? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, my dad was a piece of work. Wow. He was a piece of work. But yeah, Mishonsky. he stole my trip. Mace, do you, do you like lobster? Lobster. Love it. <laughs> Great food in Boston. Yeah. I don't know. I've been to Boston a lot from the NBA, right? For yeah. Yeah. And, all. yeah. and I, my sister-in-law lives there. Eh, it's okay. You know it's what fine. I, you it's know fine. What I, like? I, I love good it's seafood. It's not open late. They've got great seafood no. in Boston. Yeah, that's, what, that's one of the things I always feel like. Everything closes at like 9 o'clock. Oh. Well, except on game nights, you can go to those like that little strip of like spots right by the arena, but that's it. Yeah. yeah. And Fenway. Boy, yeah, they've know. got the, yeah. the arena's not next to Fenway, is it? No, no, but I'm saying Fenway's uh, restaurants stay open late after the game. After so, the game. And, and the same thing for uh, a decent number of the restaurants right by the arena. Too. Right, right. Yeah, I think Boston, I mean, uh, from the two days I was there, it seems okay. <laughs> Plus, okay. I, you know, I... It's just not years, New York. I'm, I'm comparing well, yeah, it to New York. York. But I'll tell and you I'm this. I'm like, eh, it's not New York. I'll tell you this. New York doesn't stay open as late as it used to either, to be yeah, honest that's with true. you. I was just there I, a couple I think I even like Philly ago. better. I don't Philly's know. Philly's great, too. Yeah. Oh, let me tell you something. I like I there was a um, uh, a speakeasy sushi place I went to in Philly that was out of control. Wow. Those wow. are two called, things that I wouldn't think of together. Right? It's called the steak it, roll. No. No, <laughs> when you walk so in. That was so good, Cappy. That what? was so good. Wait, let's <laughs> let that joke breathe. That was very good. <laughs> good. When you walk in, it's it's called the double knot. When you walk in, oh. it's like a coffee shop. And then like <laughs> you there's like a hostess in the back, and then she takes you through like a secret passageway down wow. to this basement that's this wow. like huge, wow. huge sushi place. It's incredible. Does everybody talk like they're from the 1920s there? Yeah, here's what we're going to do, see? Okay. Nobody <laughs> talks like that, even though it's a speakeasy. We're going to eat some seafood. We're like, going to eat oh, some seafood. We're going to eat some lobster. I'm on the struggle buggy. <laughs> but you never anyway, would associate... I walk into this gin joint. <laughs> you never would associate <laughs> sushi with Philly. Look but at this. I tell you, it's great. Look at the what stems on that dame. <laughs> it is right next to the water. <laughs> I like dame. I like the word dame. Dame is a great old word. She's the bee's knees. She's the bee's knees. Yeah. Have some of that giggle. Have some of that giggle water. <laughs> oh man, there was a guy who used to do that. There's a reporter that used to do that in Dallas. Yeah, you know that guy? guy. Yeah, That's 1920s guy from Dallas. Yeah. And I remember when the Lakers were getting swept out of the playoffs by the Mavericks that 2011, I think it was. Yep. That guy went to press conferences and and tried to do his act on Phil Jackson, and oh. Phil was just like, "Nope." <laughs> Yeah, no, not playing that game. So, Phil, what do you think of Kobe? And Phil was like, nope. He was like, nope. do you think that Kobe's the cat's pajamas? <laughs> the cat's pajamas is a great line. <laughs> he got Tom Brady, and Tom Brady like was like, wait, what's going on here? He got him good. Although, Momo, yeah. if you listen to Sirius NBA Radio, and I say this because I like him personally, but Justin Termini, who hosts their after, like the, yeah. one of the NBA shows there, he kind of has a little bit of that to him, too, if you listen to him. <laughs> do yourself a favor. Like that, huh? Do yourself a favor and listen to him. Uh -huh, okay. uh -huh. How many times a, LeBron James here, huh? How many times a week do you get a call from Sirius XM uh, NBA Radio trying to get you on? Uh, their text messages. Nonstop, yeah. right? I just, I, I just glaze over. I got, I got no time. Scroll. I think Justin Termini is always. I don't even give on. the thumbs up. <laughs> Mama, you blow them off. You don't even respond. Straight up ghost. You don't even give really like an excuse like wow. my kid. I the only person who I will respond to mm -hmm. is probably Frank Isola or Mike Pearson. Mike Pearson, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mike Pearson. And yeah, even Frank that's guy. shaky at best. <laughs> <laughs> 
but I will I will usually I will always respond. I never ghost anybody. I'll right. say so nice. Hey, yeah. can't do it. Yeah. Just something. Listen, every time I do, I mean, I did this podcast, and then I get aggregated so poorly, and I just get Google alerts for three days saying something I didn't say. Hey like, guys, what? before we end this, I have a request. <laughs> We're going to be in traffic for the next yeah. three and a half, four hours. Yeah. Ooh, why? Oh, Where are you going? Going, to uh, going springs, out to the yeah. desert. Going out to the hot springs. I'll be in traffic oh. for at least an hour and a half driving home. Yeah. So okay. please be Make, entertaining. Do you want yeah. sports? Please or fun? have fun. I want fun. I want fun. Okay. Yeah. You guys specialize okay. in stupidity and fun. <laughs> yeah. We're going to change our whole show today now to go from Yeah, the we're going to go hardcore sports. Oh, where are you yeah. going to go really right. sports? Yeah. It was yeah. going to be oh, yeah. all hardcore. Ron Washington, Dodger talk. and Yeah. Yeah, yeah not no. going to happen now. All right. Hey, uh, I'm off today. I'm off tomorrow and Monday. Congratulations on 58 shows, my Thank friend. You. How does it feel? Feels great. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm, like I'm, you did something. Accomplished something. You're an accomplished person now, Mace. Thank you. It's the way I felt walking out of hot yoga today. Yeah. Oh, made it. Oh, you made did it. hot yoga? <laughs> yeah. How hot? Super hot. Like, way too hot. <laughs> like, they like, do that the thing damn like door. 100, it's hot in here. 105 degrees yeah, or something like that. The guy like had to open the door like several insane. times when people didn't That's pass out. Good yeah. job, the guys. Do the guys not wear shirts like tiny oh. little Yeah, the guy, the, no the one who was leading the class, he did it shirtless. And I was yeah. like, oh, come on. Yeah. Put on I mean, I see why everyone shows up to look at you, but, you know. Oh, really? Oh. Good looking pillow? Very good looking pillow. Okay. Good for him. Hey, if you got it. It motivated me for a little bit, but at some point it was just really hot. Now Cap's going to show up to the hot yoga class. Yeah. Oh, dude. <laughs> Wait a minute. You bought, uh, or you have Greg's Peloton now? Not yet. Uh, Cappy is trying to negotiate some sort of deal, but I'm a little sketchy. Let me, yeah, take Let it me over just, the car payments. Here, here's the deal. Just give it for free. You well, haven't right, used so, it. So, so Bergman I, I doesn't did. want the Peloton. It's oh, in the way. Damn. Yep. Okay. And I want to monitor Morales' daily exercise. But here's the real thing. Oh, because remember, Rachel gave me a hard time with Cappy when we were on the ride home last Thursday. Right. What Cappy's trying to do is convince Rachel that we spend so much time together. There's nothing tawdry going on. We're not, not between him and I, but that we're not driving off the road and getting into mayhem, right? Right, right. So she, he's trying to convince how close we are that, listen, I'm going to make sure I get Morales in shape. So he's trying to look like a good guy to Rachel, well, despite the fact that he's a bad guy. Oh, so, somewhat yeah, true, somewhat guy. true. Um, one little thing, though, that I got to add into that is, you see, Morales has this tendency to drag me down with him. Oh, so now yeah, I shove the food to, in your so mouth. So now I'm trying to uplift him so that we do things my way, not his way. Does uh -huh. that make sense? So is the idea that Morales will be on his Peloton, you'll right. be on yours, Shirtless. and you will, be, we'll both. you will be riding together? Shirtless. We could be riding together, but if not, I can at least monitor to know how much Peloton he's doing daily and weekly. Yeah. You know? And then I can say to him, I go, Chris, I did a 45-minute club bangers ride this morning with Alex Toussaint. <laughs> I need hmm. you to do uh, a 45-minute ride as well. You know? Morales, are you in on this? I am, but he's he's working Jorge into it to go pick it up and deliver well, it to my well, home. Well, Jorge right. for 200 bucks will pick it up. Right. Oh, because so that's confirmed? Bergman, Bergman's like, dude, just come bit. get it. Come get my Peloton. And, I'm, and, he, and Bergman's actually willing to give it for free now, Mace. He was trying to get you to buy he it. He was trying to get I me did, to I buy was, it. I was trying to get it to him for free. Yeah, I was going to give it to him. Oh, wow. Well, for you free. make way more money than Morales. So. Mm -hmm. I don't know. He's like a big-time consultant. And my last birth, my birthday last year, he gave me a really nice driver <laughs> and a Scotty Cameron putter. So that I was, is true. you know, that's nice. Yeah, well, I had to nice. get rid of clubs. <laughs> All right. Oh. Hey guys, have fun. I'll see you Tuesday, seven ten ESPN. Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play, and. 
Boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. 419 in the Southland on Thursday afternoon with Shinano and Cav right now, Jack. Yeah. Come on. Bing, bada, ding. Boom, bada, bop. Ding, da, da, ding, ba, bop, pick Scott Kaplan is in South South LA. George Shinato is in Boston. And producer Lindsay Baseball is live at the 909 Sports Bar at Yamaval Resort and Casino for a Thursday afternoon. We go till, I feel like Slee saying this on the air. We go, because he always says, we go till 8 o'clock tonight. We go till 7 o'clock. Mm-hmm. On a long, regular edition of Sit Out with Cappy. Yeah, what could go wrong with hours. four of us, with four people in different locations, huh? Right. It could be magic. It most likely will be magic. And once again, <laughs> everybody start recording at home or on your podcast so you can learn how to do great sports radio in Afternoon Drive right now. Otherwise, if you don't, you are referred to as a scumbag. That's right. That's exactly it's always so right. aggressive, though. I know. Well, we need a new we need new drops. Like Jack is getting a little played out. Mm-hmm. It is. Everybody's using Jack. Yeah. So yes, we got something new. Says Jack. So guess everyone. what? Well, we're not going to stop using it, but let's work scumbag in there. <laughs> I feel like scumbag is very harsh. It is. It is. I mean, but isn't that like the thing though? Like we make something happen, and then everybody just picks it up, like gutless. Yeah, you know, you exactly. picked it up, and yeah. everybody picked it up. Jack. Four, four we stole months it from, from JT. Yeah, we did. But I four, mean, you know. Four months from now, Travis and Slee will just be calling each other scumbags at 11 a.m. Well, and, and just, just the same way Gutless has turned into a compliment. Right. Same thing with scumbag. You're like, you're a scumbag. You're like, oh, I am? Wonderful. Fantastic. So happy to hear that. Speaking, like, speaking of that, we want to see all our scumbag friends out there. Oh, my Black, God. Black Gold Golf Club tomorrow. The ESPNLA Veterans Day Golf Tournament. It is sold out, of course, but starting at 1 o'clock on the 18th hole balcony. We will be broadcasting live. Scotty Kaplan. Corporate Greg Bergman, producer Lindsay Baseball, and myself. So come on out, party with us. Our friends from Tequila Mandala are going to be there. Pizza Hut, uh, Lava Craft Cocktails, the Empanadas. It's going to be a party, party, oh, party to uh, raise money for the Folds of Honor Foundation. Of course, thanks to our friends at Subaru Love. Cappy. It's what makes Subaru a Subaru, and now it's electric. And yes, all of our friends from the COT invited. All of you, come on out to Black Gold tomorrow. Chris, did you check with our friends at Pizza Hut to see if they have a gluten-free pie for the two of us now that we're on diets? Gluten-free doesn't do anything for you. There's still carbs in Mm gluten-free. I understand that there's still carbs. I'm just telling you, though. But there's a lot less carbs. There's a lot less carbs, but then just eat the toppings. No, I don't do that. I I, I have no discipline for that. I'm going to have to eat the whole thing and the cheesy crust. Okay, well, then eat it. I know, but I'm trying, man. I'm really making a concerted effort. Okay. You know? Then don't eat it. Okay, well, that's the other option. Thank you, Queen. That's <laughs> true. That's Yesterday, true. sit down before uh, dinner, a uh, beautiful steak dinner, thanks to uh, the great Sam Pines last night. Mm-hmm. I made it 23 hours on a fast. Wow. That was, that's impressive. Yeah, Good job, hours. Christopher. So I am uh, four, out of five, four out of four so far this week on the fasting. Okay. Good for you. Thank All right. you. See, this is what I'm saying. We, we, I believe 
that Chris and I gave each other motivational speeches last Thursday when leaving Yamava that ultimately ended with this, George. Well, mm-hmm. what are we going to do about it? Mm-hmm. All I do is talk about how fat I feel. I can't button my pants. I honestly tried to put on a suit the other day. I couldn't button the jacket button. Okay? Mm. I mean, forget about the pants. The pants I can at least hide. You know, with the belt, I can leave the pants unbuttoned, and I can you strap it up with a belt, even though I'm on, like, the last hook of the belt now. I can't button the jacket. So Chris and I were like, well, what are we going to do about it? We keep talking about it. Let's do something about it. I'm eating salads. All right? I'm watching everything I'm eating right now. I got to lose, like, at least 10 pounds. So so those Facebook memories that keep surfacing from 10 years right, ago. Right, How how light? How much lighter were you then? I would say probably 12 pounds lighter. So if you get those 12 pounds off, are you going to go back to that horrible haircut you had back then? What you, like, you have like flat uh, George Clooney doing the, the Roman Empire type look? I think I still have the same haircut. No, you don't. You have a little bit more volume in there. Oh, I have more volume? Yeah. You got a okay. little bit. Of, that was just like put take gel and yeah. push our hair flat forward. Yeah, and right. it did, it's not a great look. No, not a great look? You've got a better look now. Yeah, you think so? Yeah, I think so. I don't know about the bags under my eyes, though. You know, I don't know about the 14 chins I'm rocking. Well, you're going to work on it. Yeah. You know I what am. you need, Cappy? You no, need Kanye's workout plan. Yays? Yeah, have you ever heard that song? I haven't. <laughs> it's a great to work out to. Really? Yep. Workout That's plan. That's right. Put in work. Eat that salad. No dessert. Ah, uh, ah, uh, ah. Uh, it's a good jam. Yeah. All right. I'm with it. That's, like, mm. That's not it? No, we're just not playing No, it. no, we're not going to play. <laughs> we're not playing you. any yay. No. Not playing yay. No, no not no. that. No. Oh. It's, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of curse words in it. Oh. Well, curse words or not, we're still not playing it. Anyway. <laughs> I mean, never mind. What do you mean? Shinana, what are you eating tonight in Boston? What's the plan? Because you said you were going Italian one night, right? He's eating chowder. No, Shinana? No, Shinana just left. He's too busy eating chowder. They I'm do have good sh- chowder. I'm not a big chowder guy, but chowder in Boston or Maryland, mm-hmm. it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna, what do you guys think? You guys think that Sedano sticks around for a lot of today's show or not? I think he's having some uh, technical Technical stuff. difficulties. Tech, technical, okay, well, listen, that's fine, because this is going to be a good warm-up for us today, because tomorrow... I'm back now. Oh, okay, good. George, I was just about to tell you, and I want your, your feedback on this. Tomorrow, we think today's going to be crazy. You're in Boston. Lindsay's out at Yamava. I'm at South mm-hmm. South. And we got mm-hmm. Chris and Laura, the queen, in, in the studio in downtown L.A. Mm-hmm. George, tomorrow, we're going to attempt to do something that's never been done before on this radio station. What's that? Me, Morales, Lindsay Baseball... And corporate Greg Bergman are broadcasting from Black Gold for a marathon session from 1 p.m. till 5:30 p.m. tomorrow. What do you think about that? I think you can get it done. There's enough of you out there to do it. Why not? Okay. But no game, nothing. Long. No games tonight, though, Cappy. What are we gonna do? No games tonight. How are we gonna do sports? Well, we got the horrible NFL game. Well, there were no NBA games yesterday either, right? Let, let me tell you ago, something. Because of voting, that that Thursday night schedule is back to being the worst thing that yeah. the NFL has done in many, many years since the original Thursday night schedule when it was NFL Network. Well, what's worse tonight? You ready? Chicago Bears versus Carolina Panthers or Sunday night Raiders and Jets. Oh, I'm watching Raiders Jets. Well, Raiders Jets oh. is a story. Yeah. 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 Agreed. There's huge a story fan bases there. too. Yeah. Right. For sure. And, you and I think the Carolina that... Panthers have a huge fan base. Come on. No. Come mm. on. So, and the Jets are always, people are looking for their demise. I think the Raiders are super polarizing. That's, yeah, that's, that's a fine matchup. That was a bad point, Cappy. Would you talk about that on the Cappy cast with your buddies for 10 minutes? Uh, no, probably like 30 minutes. Oh, I'd say. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I'd say probably 30. Wow. Yeah. Wow. 
So, um, okay, George, listen, I'm going to try and try and keep us a little bit on track today because you said that you want me to drive. Well, you're in charge, man. I'm on the road. I know, but I like when you drive. I like to ride shotgun. You're not walking. You're not going to tease, are you, Cappy? Tease? No, no teases from you. No tease? They're so long-winded. No tease from me? They are kind of long. Okay. (laughs) It's going to be like, okay, you'll reset where we all are. Coming up, we're going to do this. Plus, we're going to do this. It's Sedano and Cap. On 710 ESPN, wait, it's just so long. The he actually, of, that was wait, the start of his tease just now. Wait, the part of where we all are is absolutely something you would do, Kevin. Well, I think it's fun. I think it's a Sedano's fun Sedano's in Boston. That's right. I'm here in South South LA. <laughs> Lindsay's at Yamaha. Christopher's right. in the studio in LA with Laura. That's right. I think that's interesting. Go ahead and do a tease. No, nah, I'm not going to do it. But here's what I am going to say. <laughs> George, I know you want to get into the Lakers. Uh, I do. There, uh, there's a lot to talk about there. I think. I cannot believe last night's game. I mean, honestly, I mean, there was you? no reason to watch the second half of that game. No, um, they are the worst team in the history of the NBA in the first quarter through eight games or whatever it's been. <laughs> like that's not even like an exaggeration on my part. That is legitimately the thing. They are the worst team in NBA history in the first quarter. Through eight games. All right. Well, uh, I'll say on the bright side, they're not going to go two and ten. But if you're Darvin Ham, you might want to go to the board in front of the entire team and go, hey, guys, remember last year when I put up our playoff chances were like point zero 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 three percent. Right now, they're at about point zero 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 five percent, just slightly better, just ever so slightly better. They look horrendous. I don't know they're what bad. it is. Well, I can tell you what it is. You want me to do it on the other side? I see, see that's hey, a tease. See, oh, nice yeah, job. See. Nice job. Coming up next, you know, oh, George geez. is in Boston. Oh, God. <laughs> you know, Lindsay's out at Yamava. I am. I'm in Ooh. South South LA. And coming up next, George is going to tell us what's wrong with the Lakers. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. 4.30 in the Southland on a Thursday. Shit out of and Cappy for your after-do drive, Jack. I'll see you I did to Jack, not scumbag there. It's <laughs> National Scrapple Day. Scrapple. That? And on this day in 1974, wow. the number one hit, BTO. You ain't seen nothing yet, sucker. Straight facts, homeboy. By the way, I love the COT, the Circle of Trust, because they're on top, like, questioning now why I'm not a Yamava with Lindsay this afternoon. By the way, in case you didn't know, Cappy, did you know? Producer Lindsay is at the 909 Sports Bar at Yamava 
Who are you talking to? Were this you talking guy to me? I was just, just trying to walk in front of me, and then he was like, oh, I'm, I'm in front of the camera, but I said, go ahead. Sorry. All right. Uh, Shinano is in Boston getting ready for college football action. Cappy is in South, South L.A., and producer Laura and I are at the headquarters in downtown Los Angeles. There you go, Cappy. I reset it all for you. Nice work. And, you know, tomorrow... Tomorrow's the inaugural ESPN LA Veterans Day Golf Tournament at Black Gold in Yorba Linda, presented by Subaru. We love it's what makes Subaru a Subaru. We all know that. Um, Chris, are you going to be ready to go tomorrow? Or are you going to you know have your game face on for the party? You know from the 18th hole broadcast because we're on the air from one to five thirty tomorrow. Food, drinks, giveaways, more, and we want everybody to come on out and have a good time. Are you going to be ready, sucker? So for people asking why I'm not at Yamava with Lindsay, like there's some conspiracy going on. It's because I will be at the course at 7 a.m. to help prepare. As uh, the shotgun begins, the golf, that is, at 10 a.m., and then I'm going to be on hole 10, Cappy, mm-hmm. with our DJs and our friends from Subaru kind of pumping everybody up. And oh, then really? 1 o'clock, I'll walk up to the balcony. What are the conspiracy theories? I don't know. I'm probably that we, we don't really like each other. Oh, oh. oh really? Yeah, yeah, we really hate each other. Yeah. In fact, I had, I suck, I had said, sick em, Chewy, when Chewy came in today. Yeah, sick em. Yep. Is Chewy coming tomorrow, the black gold? He is. He is. He's going to be there. Really? Now, you yep. don't do anything crazy with him. Don't try to fight with him. Me? I'm not going to fight with him. All I'm going to do is smell his paws. <laughs> they do smell like Fritos. I want to smell his little so Frito weird, paws. He's not little, so though. weird. He's not little. He's a lot bigger than I thought. I mean, he's like 25 pounds, 30 pounds. He's like maybe. a tank. He's a little, little tank, but he's so cute. Yeah, but he's... People do say like, whoa, that's a big pug. And I'm like, well, he's not just a pug. It, was a, it is a big pug. Yeah, he's a he's Frenchie big. pug. But he's big for even for a Frenchie. He's a little he's, bigger. He's part bulldog. Maybe we got to get that. Maybe we got to get Chewy a Peloton. That's why I got to be like, <laughs> <laughs> leave Chewy alone. He's not fat, though. He's just big. You know? He's a, he's he just, a big bone. He's just okay? He's a he big thick boned. boy. He's a he thick eats boy. too many Fritos. Well, George, you were saying before the break that you're going to tell us what's wrong with the Lakers because I'm looking forward to hearing what it is because I know I made this outrageous concept a couple weeks ago. Don't play LeBron in the first quarter because you need him in the fourth quarter, and everybody said this to me. No, bro, you can't do that. Of course, I was, like, exaggerating, but the point was, like, wait a second. You keep getting down huge, and he's going to have to put you on your back late in games. What is wrong with the Lakers with the way they come out in the opening quarter where they find themselves down by 15 points to a team like Houston. Explain this to me. Before I get to that, the COT uh, circle of trust, which you can be a part of on Twitter, just go to the community section and look for Sedano and Cap in the search bar. Uh, Beto and Whittier, who has uh, triumphantly returned the COT, says, why do you all sound like Van Earl right now? Um, when we, I guess that's when we were doing our, our uh, <laughs> 20s. Hey, yeah, hey, our let's conversation. talk about the Lakers, she. Yeah, but that's more like, as Chris would know, hello, everybody. Longest four months of my life. Oh, really? Oh, my God. What but happened? Vanderbilt liked to party, so that was a, that was fun. Oh, so that yeah. was a good time. But so do, anyway. But doing morning radio with him was, it was bumpy, that's all. Yeah. Um, it's kind of <laughs> like the first up. month or so with Cappy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, that was rough. Remember when he wanted to do those prep calls every day? <laughs> for an hour, and we're like, Cappy, we're good. We're good. Just let us yeah. do our thing. So, yeah. so many questions. Right. Let yeah. me get this straight. <laughs> it was more like, what's your name? <laughs> oh. So, anyway, uh, Cappy, here are the things that have stood out to me as I've watched them, uh, particularly on the road, right? Mm-hmm. And even some of the home games where they've kind of eked by. Man, they have no continuity like none like they this team when you watch them it's pretty crazy to me that and i understand 
you know, Rui's been mostly out of the lineup and Vando hasn't played and the whole non, you know, shebang or whatever. But there is no cohesion when I watch these guys on the floor. Same why it is feel- that? I, I don't know because there was plenty of cohesion last season. So I, I don't know what what's transpiring that there wasn't that because they, they actually did a really good job, I thought, especially because they hadn't ever really played together, most of them, uh, playing really well and cohesive uh, like a unit down the stretch at the end of last season. But they don't look – they look like a team that just met, seriously. <laughs> they look like – this is what you would have expected them to look when they got traded here, a lot of those guys. So I, I'm stunned at that. And yesterday, look, no AD, so I get that. But it just felt like when I was watching them, a lot of isolation. It was a lot of D'Lo's going to go and then LeBron's going to go. It just didn't feel like a team when I watched them, particularly on offense. And then no intensity on defense. They were just lollygagging out there. <laughs> and a young team like Houston, who's got something to prove, who's got a couple of veterans now, that want to make sure that they don't get embarrassed on a nightly basis. They have a coach who literally coached in the NBA Finals a couple years ago before controversy hit him, and he's a good coach. So that's not a team to be taken lightly at this point anymore because not only do they have the good young talent, they've got veterans and a veteran leader and a coach who's who's been there before. You know, what you just said, though, about taking a team lightly, to me, that's how I look at this. It's like the Lakers last year went from being completely, utterly dysfunctional to making all the trades and becoming a team and making that run to the Western Conference Finals. And then what they did was they said, okay, we've got a core of guys. We'll enhance the roster. And then we're going to have the whole offseason to work out together and train. And LeBron's going to have his training camp before the real training camp starts. And there should have been teamwork. There should have been cohesion. And I just get this vibe like they show up in Houston, like, all right, we're we're here, so we win, right? Like, I mean, right? Because there was a point last night in the game, George. It was so late in the game, and it was garbage time. But the score was one twenty six to ninety three in favor of Houston. I think you could figure that part out. Mm-hmm. About a minute and change to go, and I don't even know who's on the free throw line for Houston. But he clanks a free throw off the front of the rim. And you would think a bunch of guys that are in the game late in the game would be hungry. They'd want to kind of show what they got. Whoever it was from Houston hit the front of the rim, got his own rebound, and then waltzed his way right to the basket and dunked it. Do you know the play I'm talking about? Were you still sitting around at that point of the game or not? I, I don't remember. I might have I've kind of I was watching, but I was doing stuff too, like prepping for the, my game on Saturday. Understood. So I was kind of looking up at times. Understood. But, because yeah. at this point I was in a, a restaurant and I it was so bad at the end of the first half. I'm like, okay, the only reason I'm watching the second half is because I had LeBron to score more than 24 and a half on prize picks and he only had nine in the first half and i'm thinking to myself well is he really going to put everybody on his back and go out and score 20 points in the second half and explode and maybe maybe have the lakers claw their way back into this game but it didn't happen but to see a bunch of guys on the floor who are not your core starters or not your top seven or eight guys to see a bunch of guys on the floor give zero effort george zero effort the ball hits off the front of the rim, gets the rebound, and I'm telling you, walks untouched right to the basket. What is that? Lollygagging. There is no there is no effort there defensively yesterday. They just thought they would show up there in Houston and because we're the Lakers, we'll win. That's how and, I felt. And, and honestly, like, I... 
it's weird because if you compare the intensity they had in Miami versus the intensity they had in Houston, it's like a completely different team. They look like two completely different groups because I guess they went to Miami thinking, well, you know, bam, Jimmy Butler, whatever, right? Like they were in the finals. They're a good team, uh, regardless of what their record is. And, you know, a good coach. But I, I don't understand how they, they look at anybody in the NBA right now. There is not a gimme game in the NBA. I've told you this for almost two years now, uh, last year included, that in this, if you look at the Western Conference, outside of Portland, there's really nobody that's like a gimme by any stretch of the imagination. Well, I'll just say this. Oh, it was um, Boban, by the way. Boban Marjanovic. Okay, Here, here's the deal. When the Lakers played the Suns, even though they'd already lost to the Nuggets, we're like, okay, Nuggets, big deal, first game, banner raising, rings, the whole thing, and the emotions, we get it. Okay, fine. Game two against the Suns, it's like, hey, that's a solid win, but let's not forget that two of the Suns' big three were not in that game, right? Then they lose to the Kings, who are a younger, faster, hungrier, perhaps, kind of team. Mm -hmm. And then you kind of squeak by the magic at home, Right. I guess what I'm getting at is is that when I look at these last few games, and I, I'll go back to the Clipper game also, that was a game where the, the Lakers got down so big, and if it wasn't for LeBron playing 40-plus minutes and going off in the second half and Austin Reeves exploding in overtime, I mean, they were going to lose that game also. But it's that Suns game and it's that Clippers game that has made most of us be like, okay, you know what, they're they're kind of pretty good. And then it's these last three games, Magic, Heat and Rockets, where you're like, you know what? They stink. They're three and five. They're in last place in the division. They stink. And right now through eight games, guess what? That's true. They stink. They're not good. They're not a good basketball team right now. Um, they have moments where they can be a good basketball team, but the record says they're not. And, yeah, at home they're good and on the road, but you got to win road games. Look what happened to the Warriors last year. Remember when the Warriors couldn't win on the road? You don't want to be that. You don't want to be in that situation where that it just doesn't feel right the whole year. Because last year felt like two or three different seasons. It you know the two and ten start was like a disaster. Then they were kind of like treading water basically after that. And then uh, the third part of the season after the trades, they they really took off after that. So it felt like three different seasons. But you can't do what the Warriors did last year because even the Warriors will tell you. Like immediately after losing to the Lakers, they were like, yeah, this was a mess. This was not what we're supposed to be. Um, yeah. And and you can't have that. And it's early. I get it. But it gets early late is what I'm saying. You know what I mean? Like it's it's to quote Yogi Berra. Um, it's one of those things that you are already 10% through the season. And you don't look very good. Now, okay, it's early, but there are no gimmies. So and I, they and LeBron, need LeBron after the game, George, he's like, hey, look, you know what? Um, we came out. We didn't have any intensity in the first quarter. Those guys knocked down a bunch of shots. Okay, that part of it's true. And then LeBron went into this. Well, you know, like, we're like all hurt again, right? Like everybody's already hurt. And that, that to me, I'm not going to say it was an excuse, but he's right. There's, that's a right. problem. Wasn't that the same excuse last season, too, at the beginning? But it's what I always say. The biggest predictor of future injury is past injury. Of course. Injury. It's getting old, right? Isn't it getting old? It's getting really old because you know yeah. what? Anthony Davis had such a good year last year when he played, and then they went and signed him to all that money, and there's an expectation that he's going to 
be there. I don't know why. We all expect that because that's what he does is he gets hurt and he doesn't play. And when you've got a spazzy hip, that's what he called it, all of a sudden now you can't play. And then when he can't play and then Jackson Hayes can't play and you're kind of getting Rui back and, and you know LeBron has a decent night but not a great night. I mean, you talk about no cohesiveness. Think about where, where what's gone on here in these first eight games. Who's played, who's not played, who's already hurt, who's already out. I mean, it kind of stands to reason, doesn't it? Yeah, I would agree. Tell you what, though, man, coming out and being just lackadaisical and getting beaten up by teams in the first quarter, I'm putting some of that on coaching. Oh, uh, here we go. Well, I mean, listen, I'm not the kind. I'm not the guy who says fire Dave Roberts. I put it on the players. No, I'll, I'll, you never say anything bad about. Oh, Dave, you're my friend. Oh, Dave, you didn't text me for a while, right? Because I asked you the question when I told, was told not to. Yeah. <laughs> But Coach Hamon, bro, yeah. what's up, man? I, I thought like that to me is your game: intensity, defense, toughness. Where is it in the first quarter? You need the players. A hundred percent. I'm putting it on the players, ninety-nine percent. But there's a little bit I'm putting in there on coaching too. Yeah, I think there's more to this. I think that there's just like there's starting to be like to me this thing with that team that is is is. Again, it's early, and it's re- and it's complete reckless speculation on my part. Do it, but I, I think there's something I'm starting to notice amongst the group. Okay. 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 And, and I'll, I'll, I'll get to what I think uh, after the break. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Uh, in front of 5 yeah. o'clock. Sit out of cap on a Thursday afternoon. It oh. is National Louisiana Day. Well, look at that. Oh. And. Like the hot sauce? I don't know. Happy 45th birthday to Mr. Thong Song Cisco. Mm. Oh, yeah. I'm not on YouTube at the moment. I don't know if I am or not, but I'm grinding. I bet you are. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This is what converted me to wearing the Thong lifestyle in high school. When what? I heard this song, yeah. I realized it felt nice. What? You know what I'm saying, Captain? This is a revelation. Men don't wear thongs. Sure they do. Of course guys wear thongs. What? Especially in Europe? Okay, in Europe, that's different. Well, I mean, a lot of people probably call them banana hammocks, but they're still the same thing. No, because I feel like that that doesn't differentiate the back part. Like, you could be wearing, you know, briefs, and they could still call it that, you know? No, that's not a banana hammock. That's that's like, no. that's That's like a Speedo. I own 14 different cheetah thongs. Oh, really? Yeah. Cheetah thongs. Yeah, you know, just in case. Kind of like Boomhauer and King of the Hill. But mm-hmm. why? Why? Because it feels nice. Uh, ew, no. I don't know. No. Wait, you really think, you don't think I'm doing a bit about wearing thongs? A man of my size? is. You think I'm just rolling around in thongs? <laughs> right, you are. Cheetah thongs. <laughs> I mean, come on. Really? Silk. Silk cheetah thongs. By the way, uh, I'm not going to reset Cappy where everyone is, but everyone's in different places and we're getting through it. And we sound better than every other stinking radio show in Los Angeles still. You know anyway, why? Because we're uh, not scumbags? Because we're bigger we're than U.S. Steel. Oh, yeah, we're bigger than U.S. Steel. Too. Meanwhile, tomorrow, we're mm-hmm. going to be uh, doing it again, Comrex style. 
Well, actually, no, we'll have the full, we'll full setup tomorrow. Are we oh, going to be doing it and doing it and doing it well? Oh, yeah, now I'm going to grind again. Oh, yeah. Tomorrow, Black Gold Golf Club in your Belinda, starting at 1 o'clock, 1 to 5.30 p.m. It is the inaugural ESPNLA Veterans Day Golf Tournament, presented by Subaru and Cappy, corporate Greg Bergman. Producer Lindsay Baseball, myself, we're going to be broadcasting live till 5.30 on the 18th hole balcony. Be sure to come on out. Everyone is welcome from the COT. Everyone is welcome that is listening. No, you don't have to pay anything. There will be food, drinks. Our friends from Tequila Mandala will be up there with us. We're going to party. We're going to have fun. And we're going to watch people play golf. Well, kind of. But mainly just watch ourselves do a radio show. So come That's on out right. and be with us. And, you know, maybe Cappy will wear the thong for you. You never know. Bring me a pair of yours. Okay. Well, mine are a little bigger than probably No, you yours. can't share thongs, okay? I guarantee you one day we will. That's nasty. That's, That's gross. gross. That is kind of gross. I mean, did you guys clean see? it. Well, even if you did clean it, it's still gross. Still it's gross. disgusting. What did I walk into? What? There was a whole uh, like thing going on over the weekend. One of the, I think it was a college game or maybe an NFL game where one of the players on the sidelines like bent over and they saw that he had yes. a thong and everyone was freaking out about it. Yeah. Well, but it turned out it wasn't a thong. It was just like a green he just had a underwear. Yeah, right. That's what it was. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I don't know why he, everybody would be so upset about it. Yeah, let people Well, live. but they, they literally asked him about it after the game, and he <laughs> he showed them the underwear. Like, he, like, lowered his pants. Here, guys, yeah. this is what yeah. I'm rocking. Here, let me pull down my yeah. let me drop trowel on you. Yeah. Yeah. You know? yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. They asked the him. Meantime, I saw this. Yeah. Listen, listen. I mean, I'll rock a jock strap on occasion. Is for that what, okay? Whoa, whoa, Wait, for why? what purpose? For fun? Just like, random? For dress up for Rachel or... No, I mean, oh. just like, you know, like for athletic events of what sorts. What athletically are you doing that you need a jock strap at your age? Like, Well, I guess you're right. At my age, I don't really need the jock strap, but the support is nice. <laughs> oh, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I could say something I'm not going to. That might get us in trouble. <laughs> All right, George, let's go back to the Lakers. Yeah. Where we left off was I had said to you that, look, um, I'm going to put it on LeBron. I'm going to put it on the fact that AD is not out there because he's hurt again already. Um, Jackson Hayes was was kind of showing some some flashes. He couldn't play. Rui's just coming back after missing a bunch of games and had a nice night last night. Austin Reeves has not been as good as he has been in you know the previous couple of years yet. So you said there's no consistency, and I'm like, at least at the beginning, when you're down 15 every game in the first quarter, some of that has to be just on coaching intensity. Maybe it's it's schematics. Maybe it's game plan. You said you had some thoughts on that. Cappy, I just think the more I look at this team, right, and the more I saw the way it unfolded, particularly in the Western Conference Finals, I just think that D'Angelo Russell doesn't fit on this team. And I think that, in theory, you would think he makes sense because he can carry the scoring burden on nights that LeBron and AD are not available or not there. I just think that, He's just he he needs the ball too much. And I felt like yesterday, even without AD again, like I told you a little while ago, it was just him and LeBron taking turns. And I, I, I think his game is great for the regular season. But I just think in the postseason, his kind of ping style, because, you know, it's not like he's big and strong like James Harden when he probes. Right. Historically. Um, or even Luca. Right. Like but he's got a similar game to them, like stylistically in the way he wants to play, but he just doesn't have the skill set that those guys have or the size, right? So I, I think that it, it just doesn't work. He's just not a guy that I think makes a ton of sense unless he's going to be a spot-up shooter, which, by the way, he's great at that. 
But I don't think that that is also utilizing his skill set properly. So it's not fair to him to do it either. So it's not like I'm ripping D'Angelo to rip D'Angelo. I'm almost saying it because I don't think it's fair to him either. I would say that D'Angelo Russell was signed in the offseason by the Lakers to a very, uh, what I would call, team-friendly contract. Yeah, I mean, I think 18 good, million. Right. Good, for both, good for both parties. He makes mm-hmm. a lot of money, but the team doesn't have to like over-overpay him. And I think we had this conversation when they signed him. They did it because that's a movable contract. Sure, no question. December 15th, he's movable. And I think that eventually that's what the Lakers are going to probably have to do. They're going to have to package D'Angelo Russell uh, with someone and probably a pick. Well, definitely a pick. But the Lakers picks are either 29 or 30 at this point. And, I mean, who cares, right? Like, <laughs> at 29 or 30, nobody's going to be around anymore. At least those guys on the team are probably not going to be around anymore. Um, I mean, you and I, different story. We may still be around. We'll be here. Uh, in our 10-year pact. That's but right. But uh, we're two years in, though. That might be our swan song at that point, to be honest with you, that pick. Um, but ultimately, yeah, I just think they need to make a move. Like, I know that Ramona got aggregated poorly yesterday. But and I don't think they need a third star. Like so, I, I think that that's funny that that's the way it got aggregated. But I just think they need just they, they need to take from what they saw last season and realize that it's not good enough. So what can they do to make it better than what it was last season? Because it didn't translate at the end last year, and right now it's not translating either. And I think Cappy again, this is the reckless speculation part. I think the guys in the locker room kind of know it too. Well, I mean, listen, I'll just say this. We're now eight games into the season. And before the season even began, yeah, there was a lot of talk about, well, Denver's probably still the best team, and who knows what Phoenix is going to be, but on paper they look good. And even the Clippers, when they traded for Harden, it was like, wow, they're better than they were, and they're 0-2 since Harden started playing for them. I'll make some excuses for the Lakers here, George. You ready? Here's some excuses. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, right. I'm going to try. You See if I can sell anybody on some Laker excuses. See if anybody buys this. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Austin Reeves has not been nearly as good since he got that contract. Okay, why? Is it possibly because of the effort that he put in this past summer playing for Team USA? So that's what he's saying, okay? And and I, I would absolutely say that that is absolutely part of it. But – there's a very small, okay, and when I mean small, I mean less than 10% of me thinks, okay, the contract can't be dismissed summarily, right? And just the expectations that come with getting paid. There is, And by the way, not only does that the, the expectations come with getting paid, but now the expectations after people have seen you perform and now you're higher on the scouting report. So I think it's a combination of all three of those things, the contract being the least of it, but those other two, I think, are a huge percentage of it. All right, well, I'm going to try and continue to make excuses and see if anybody will buy any of the excuses that I'm coming up with. So I'll continue that as the afternoon goes on here. But first, let me just say this. I wanted to ask you something, though, real quick. Yeah? Are you going to grow up and stop being a child and click back onto YouTube? Oh, are we going back onto YouTube? The only reason why we had to take you off was because of something we don't want to get into. Okay. But are you going to stop whining to the song? Oh, I'm not going to do it if Chris doesn't stay. 
I didn't say that. That's what they're saying. Who said that? That's what that's <laughs> what Cody that? is. Who Cody? Pet, so Cody had the pet python. Cody did not say that. That's what he came in here and said. Are Cody you, has a pet python. Yes. Yeah, and it's gonna bite you. Yeah, it's gonna bite you. How right big on the, is well, it? Well, actually, a python is. is it'll it squeeze, squeeze your you? neck. Yeah. It's gonna How big squeeze is this python? Or actually, it'll squeeze your support. <laughs> oh, so then if you have that jock strap on, then you might need that to protect you. How long is Cody's python? Oh, geez. it's a regular python. I don't know how big they get. They grow, I think. A regular python. <laughs> Just an old yeah. regular python. So sign on to YouTube like a man and stop acting like a child. Okay, I'm with happy the, to with do our it. support team. Speaking I'm happy of support. to do it. I am happy to do it. Uh, 